for nearly more than a year now, actually. Not nearly a year, but more than a year now. I've been dealing with this thing, which is alleged comedian's use of the term noble ape to initially promote a tour, a comedy tour, and now to promote some pay-per-view thing, which he's doing. And what strikes me through this is I've discovered a few very curious dot points in this process. The first is, by putting the music online, I've created a format which I should have created three to five years ago. Through caution, selective caution, which ultimately stopped me from recording podcasts for a number of years, well, really a year and a half, back in the heady period of 2004 to 2006, I didn't put podcasts online because I was concerned of the quality. Now I've done this thing with digital music, I realise I should have put digital music online five years ago. So through this thing, I've realised that I should have done stuff earlier to represent Noble Ape in its full extreme. I've also been recording YouTube videos. I haven't in recent weeks because obviously I've had my friend in town, but I've been recording YouTube videos pretty continuously as a means of explaining to folk what this Noble Ape thing is, starting in the very fundamentals and exploring a wide variety of topics. Again, I should have done this three to five years ago. This is reflected poorly on me because I should have put this stuff out there. But what is considerably more interesting is associated with the failure of old media. This comedian has appeared on at least one comedy show. I mean, he has to pick very carefully because of his audience. But even doing that, he hasn't generated the kind of buzz that I've been able to do organically just by recording a lot of videos. And what you also find is this phenomena associated with paid-for comments on YouTube. This is such a pervasive thing now that I'm starting to really distrust YouTube. YouTube has pulled a wide variety of content producers that I've been long-term supporters of for a variety of reasons. They're trying to make the whole thing more G-rated, or at least that's their claim. But ultimately, it means that a wide variety of content producers that were producing really interesting stuff have now been blocked by YouTube for a variety of reasons. It's interesting actually watching the progress, particularly associated with Shooter on the YouTube campus, the reason why she did it, although clearly she was mentally unhinged, but actually that YouTube is moving into a very extreme form of censorship. And even within this extreme form of censorship, I put up my Noble Ape videos. What I'm finding curious through this is the notion of paid-for viewers, paid-for commenters, and what that actually looks like. Once you become visually aware of these things, you start to realise probably a majority of YouTube's traffic is in fact paid for commenters, or at least the active part of YouTube's traffic. In terms of views, in terms of comments, the bot farms, or sometimes they're humans, I'm never really clear, seem to be creating a majority of the noise. And once you understand that noise pattern, once you understand the nature of the inane YouTube comment that's just an additional comment in the YouTube ecosystem, you start to realise that the whole thing is wafer-thin. The alleged comedian stuff is almost exclusively through this paid-for model. I guess his publicists or whatever view paying for views and comments and these kind of things as a means of creating buzz. It's also a means of actually getting through YouTube search algorithms faster, perhaps, I don't know, 
But once you become aware of this, once you start reading these comments and, you know, seeing them in a patterned form, you realise how easy it is organically to actually create something which these shills cannot do. And in doing that, in experiencing this whole process, I'm realising that Noble Ape as a series of ideas has way more life expectancy than anything that this alleged comedian could put together. I'm debating actually buying his Noble Ape special and watching it, if nothing more, to try to understand why the conjunction of two words are so important for him. This is really the outstanding thing for me. I understand everything else associated with his kind of flagging career and a variety of other factors, but what I don't understand is why Noble Ape specifically. Why in this intellectual property soup he would choose my project to do his thing with. Maybe the comedy special will answer this question. I'm in a mindset now, particularly having listened to a few of the snippets that have come out through this thing, and really it's very tortured, that maybe he won't even explain that. Maybe we'll just get to the end, and Noble Ape is just what it's called. I mean, he doesn't seem to use the name in any of the publicity. He seems to rely on other people to say the words Noble Ape. So who knows about this whole thing? It's all very curious to me, and some kind of surrealist nightmare that I've had to live through over the past year or so. But what I've realized coming through this is I shouldn't have not put out music. I should have put out music. I shouldn't have stopped doing anything that I was doing, which I really did for the past year in a kind of, not necessarily just funk state, just that I don't want to deal with this guy or his lawyers. And if that means just being within myself and dealing with my own things, that was what I did as a means of avoiding any interaction or any problems or nonsense with this individual i should have just kept being me and kept putting stuff out there and really i should have been putting stuff out there even before this individual was even on the scene so a lot of learning has come through this process a lot of personal learning but also some kind of nihilism has come through it as well and quite frankly noble ape has been something that i focused on and developed pretty solidly for the past 22 years now. June 13th is 22 years of this thing. It's ironic the June 13th date is actually an homage to my friend who came and stayed here briefly. So, so many different aspects to this thing. If you haven't had an opportunity to check out the Noble Ape music yet, please look it up. If you belong to some streaming service, you should already have access to it. If you don't have access to it, let me know, because I've certainly made sure that all the boxes were ticked and in actuality fees were paid to make sure that it got on all the streaming services so be interested to hear from folks i'm not a member of all the streaming services so i only see it through a couple of services that i do belong to but it is pretty cool to have your music up there and in particular your music from a time frame something that it's not going to return to in any way shape or form it's nice just to have this historical legacy out in a fashion that anyone can access when they so choose to and, as I noted in a prior recording, I'm going to continue to put these works out. I think it's actually quite enjoyable. Record the music, plan things out, and actually release them in a fashion where they'll come out and other people will be able to listen to them. Not just now, but potentially for many, many years to come. So, a lot of positive learning has come out of this surrealist misadventure. And hopefully, in the long term, after this fellow's released his alleged comedy special, and I just continue doing what I'm doing, the trajectory that I have created in this time while he has been doing his thing will lend itself to lots of future 
creative work.